Oh, hey, girl. What's up? <laughs> How you doing? Oh, really? That's beautiful. <laughs> we don't give a fuck. Uh-huh. What up, what up, everybody? It's your favorite girl, Lady B. If I'm not already, then I'm soon to be. And I am back with another episode of That's Beautiful. We don't give a fuck. <laughs> I know I always laugh after I say it. The name is just so funny to me. But anyways, um, so on this episode, we're going to be talking about family. And y'all know the topics I choose don't always, you know, mean exactly just that. So listen, learn, understand. Let's get it. Now we're from Lady B. So my word of the week this week is about self-care. And this is because you can't care for anybody else if you don't care for yourself. Self-care is the best care in taking care of everyone else. I say this because a lot of us don't take the time to just take a moment to ourselves to take care of ourselves a lot of us are taking care of our kids are taking care of our spouse or taking care of our community are taking care of our family members etc and so we don't really we think oh well everybody else has to come first um i saw the other day somebody said even the flight attendant tells you to put on your mask before you put on anybody else's because if you can't breathe you can't help someone else breathe therefore you have to make sure you take care of yourself before you take care of everyone else even if that means just sitting in the just sitting in your car after work or just you know um eating Popeyes like I did the other day while listening to Ariana Grande old Ariana Grande um <laughs> even if the, it doesn't always have to be taking a bath or you know going to the spa or going to get your nails hair done whatever you men do getting a haircut all of that it doesn't always have to require money or even a whole lot of effort self-care is simply taking a moment to say yo I'm tired so I'm gonna sit here for a minute and regain my energy before I go in and deal with my family or before I go into this meeting or I'm gonna leave the house 15 minutes earlier for work so that I can prepare my mind once I get into the parking lot. You know, it's important that we take moments to ourselves to make sure our minds as well as our bodies are good. If you don't take a moment of self-care, most likely life will give you a moment of self-care because if you don't sit down, life will sit you down. So, um, yeah, a word. So I wanted to talk about family today because (laughs) we are family. No, I'm just kidding. But no, I wanted to talk about family today, um, not only to talk about the importance of bringing back two-parent households and extended family and creating a village, but also I wanted to talk about how today in society, the norm 
is fucked up. <laughs> and how we got to this fucked up norm that people think is just okay because this is just how we've been living for the past 400 to 700 years. Um, basically, when we got off the boat, <laughs> pretty much. Um, because, so look, y'all. I understand that you are born into a situation and that is the situation that you have to deal with. Those are the cards that you're dealt. However, y'all got to stop pretending that just because it's the life you lived, that it should be the norm. Because that's not the norm. Just because you were molested or raped doesn't make it the norm. That doesn't make it okay. Just because... You had to hustle at four at well how whatever age twelve fourteen and you saw your homie get shot and you hear you have heard gunshots all night every night since you were you know what I'm saying fifteen years old or just because daddy wasn't there and you know what I'm saying mom had to work two three jobs had to work overnight was never there just to keep food on the table and provide for you doesn't make it normal. There was a very, very intelligent man named Willie Lynch who made sure, who made it his job to create a system and create a, a very successful mind um, program, if you will, to make sure that our families stayed broken up. And I say our I am talking specifically about the black community but this is a this is an all community thing um because there's broken families in every you know in every race and every civilization but anyways this man Willie Lynch made it his business to 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 program our minds so that what we now call independent black women was was the thing that <laughs> to to make sure that our family stayed broken up and then he was joined by by people like you know um president hoover who said there would be a chicken in every pot and a car in every garage and that kind of was the start of the whole welfare thing but in order to get welfare your man the man couldn't be in the house let me tell you something Every civilization on this earth, I don't care what anybody says, every civilization, every every connection that is based out of loyalty. And by that, I mean, you got mafias, gangs, even your workplace says that you're a family. Everything, every civilization, every village, every country was based on family now i know y'all are like girl you don't know what you're talking about but if you think about it think about it we used to say oh it takes a village we used to be able to discipline each other's children if you needed somebody you know what i'm saying if your husband needed work there was it was another guy down the block who who had a job or was looking out for your husband to have work or your your kid's father your boyfriend whoever there was a time when you couldn't 
family was the most important thing to everybody in the community and still is actually in if you go to any chinatown in any state in any city you're gonna find that the businesses are run and owned by families same with a lot of hispanic societies their businesses jewish societies their businesses every their their livelihood is earned by family i don't care where you go so why is it that we feel like it's normal for broken families to to flourish in our society i just i don't understand me personally i would never claim that i come from a you know from the streets or from a broken family or i've had to get it how i live because i haven't i come from a two-parent household i was blessed to always know that there was going to be food on the table and clothes on my back however that's not where my parents came from that's not where a lot of people came from and i've heard you know i've heard the stories my mom from both sides my mom and my dad but especially you know my mom who talks about remembering being on welfare and remembering how it, how you couldn't the, any man that was in the house would have to pack up their clothes when the welfare lady came and they they had to hide anything any extra electronics that they may have had because their welfare would get taken away if they had more than what was allowed in the house y'all know how fucked up that is but we supposed to live and be a family-based society but for instance now in the state of texas in order to get medicaid as a single as a mom as a single mom or just as a mom period as a woman (laughs) you have to put your child's father on child support so if you have a child with a man who's doing his job and you want medicaid because you can't get uh, health insurance through your, through your job or you can't afford health insurance from the market, you have to put your kid's dad on child support, which then causes what? A rift between y'all because now the state is digging in his pockets, taking taking three to $600 out of his paycheck every month. And his livelihood is suffering because he can't afford to take care of himself and take care of all of his bills as well as pay child support and he's doing his job as the father he's providing for his kids he's there he sees his kids every week if not every day but because y'all aren't together and you're too broke to afford (laughs) the premiums for health care you have to put this man on child support and have him help pay even if he's doing his job for for your kids that's some fucked up shit i don't know if y'all if y'all think so but i think so it's not normal it shouldn't be normal for a woman to have to work two and three jobs to put food on the table for her babies it shouldn't be the norm for men and women to be pitted against each other because the woman has no choice but to go get an education and be quote unquote independent of a man because it has been programmed into us that not to depend on no man for shit, number one. Number two, it has been programmed into us that anything we can get 
has to exclude a man or has to exclude um a family member there's single dads out there too so you know let's not forget them but the other how any way it goes some major part of the family has to be um not present in order for you to get help what Yo, Willie Lynch did a great job. But, you know what I'm saying? It's our job to turn that shit around and to to make sure that we, as a people, begin to intentionally build and keep our families together in one household. We have to make it our everyday intention and goal to make sure that our men are in a position to where they can provide for their families and to make sure that our women cooperate with our men. It's it's stupid as fuck to me that so many men and women, even though we, we need each other to procreate, we need each other to survive. We need each other in, in the workplace. We need each other. We just need each other. And it's, it's dumb to me that lately all I see is, well, men ain't shit and women ain't shit and how, you know what I'm saying, it's each other's fault when really this shit was programmed into us by <laughs> by a nigga that owns slaves. Like, what are you talking about? Fam, you should never, you should not be kicking your kids out the house at 18. You shouldn't. Your kids, unless it's, a hobby unless it's just because they want that little bit of responsibility to pay their phone bill or whatever your kids shouldn't be working at 14 no no boy should be on the street at the age of 12 you should never have to see somebody shot or killed or in or you know or run for your life while at a party because it's getting shot up at the tender age of 15 and to some people that's grown what i just i feel like society is so fucked up but it started way before any of us got here and in order to move forward and change that we have to understand where that thinking comes from and how that was programmed and beat into us that you know what i'm saying that the man shouldn't be in the house or a woman should be able to have a baby and take care of it on her own that shit is insane luckily for us millennials are starting to keep to stay together and to be in two parent households we're not getting married because we can't afford to be married because we can't afford to get married and a lot of us don't want to have to if we have to get a divorce, you can't afford that. So now you're stuck with the person and you're just separated and you want to go off and live your life. But you can't because you can't afford a divorce. So while a lot of while two parent families are on the rise amongst millennials, marriage is down because shit, we broke. <laughs> it's crazy, though, to me that we as a society have come to the place where we think that it's normal for two people to have a baby and then for one 
usually the man, to be able to get up and leave and that that woman should have to take care of that baby by herself or that, you know what I'm saying, the father being absent in the home or the or the mother being absent in the home is conducive to our babies being out on the streets and being gunned down because other people whose parents also didn't love them or other people who also have a important piece of the puzzle missing are telling them that they can get money if they go rob somebody and if they just stay down with their crew. They call that family. What? Look, y'all. The best way to fix this is to, like I said, start staying together. My parents have been married for 38 years. I've never seen a greater example of what a family should be. Anytime we call, unless we're in jail, they won't get us out of jail. (laughs) But I can't tell you a time when I've needed help or or my brothers or my sister have needed my parents and they didn't come or that they told me, um, you know, figure it out on your own in a time of dire need. I mean, we got to start back building villages. Look, if I know you don't mean my child no harm, but my child is acting an ass, maybe say something. Get on his ass. Get on their asses. Because I'm I'm not trying I I'm sorry, I'm not trying to raise no delinquents out here. If I ever find out my kid has smacked a teacher, they might their teeth might be missing the next day. <laughs> I ain't even gonna lie to you. Like, we have to go back to the the principles and the foundations of family from before before we were we hit the boats, before slavery. We have to go back to the village baby I don't want to live in a society where like I said we kicking our babies out of 18 I ain't gonna lie to you at eight I chose a major I switched my major five times in college because I didn't even really know what a major was when I went I was still a baby at 18 you're still a baby you haven't even you haven't developed enough life skills or enough you know what i'm saying know how to live life on your own but we send the babies off to college and then wonder why they come back pregnant or wonder why they're so scarred when they get back or you know what i'm saying wonder why it takes them seven years to graduate because they weren't ready and yet we like man look as soon as you turn 18 you gotta go and you can't come back. What? My babies will always have a place to stay when they come home from school. That shit is crazy to me. Like, y'all, <laughs> we got to stop creating these baby mama, baby daddy situations. We have to start living by a principle of family because I can't even tell y'all how having the support of my family in child rearing and in in especially in starting my business there's three entrepreneurs 
all black women in my family now. And you know how that happened? The support of the support of everyone in the family. We all support each other. They support my business. I support I work with my cousin with her business. My sister owns a business. We support her. We all help each other. That shit is so important. Because who else is going to push you like your family is? And I know a lot of people are like, man, blood ain't thicker than water. And, you know, my family ain't like that. But why not? Figure that shit out. We need to start having conversations because that's the only way it's going to get better, too. Communication is, is key. What happened with Uncle Johnny and Aunt, and Aunt Auntie Jane? What happened? Why the fuck they nobody beat uh Uncle Jimmy ass when he molested Sarah? I'm just throwing out names. <laughs> But I mean, for real, though, like. We have to get back to the to the root of shit, because. I don't know if y'all seen, but society is deteriorating mighty fast. And before long, we ain't going to be able to do shit but depend on each other. From the cost of living to, you know, what I'm saying them trying to kill us food wise, like. We're not going to have a choice but to be family-owned businesses, entrepreneurs, farmers, growing our own food. Like, and we, and if you don't know how to do it, if you don't consciously try and put effort into making that the norm again, you're going to be lost and you're going to be behind. In all honesty, ain't nobody trying to be out on the street trying to kill somebody else's family member because they feel family members doing bad. Do you really want who really wants to do that? Who really wants to see their, you know what I'm saying, their cousin or their homeboy or you know what I'm saying, their homegirl or whoever bleeding out or shot or even hold them while they die? Nobody. There have been so many acts of senseless gun violence lately because these people don't have because people are pretending it's cool to pretend that you are gangster or that you are you know what i'm saying a thug it's cool to act like you come from nothing or like you come from less than like you it's cool to pretend that you grew up in the streets when really you had you had family at home because on from the outside looking in or from the inside looking out, it looks fun. It looks fun to be to wave a gun around in a music video. And it looks fun to, you know what I'm saying, to say that you gangster and, you know what I'm saying, you out here and, and all this other shit. But in, in reality, those people doing that shit just wanted somebody to love them enough to hug them and say, you stay in your ass in this house. We need to start saying, I love you, so you're going to stay your ass in this house. I love you, so you're not going to work. I love you, so when you, if you fall, if you want to leave when you turn 18, cool. But if you fall on your ass, I'm here to catch you. You always have a room at the place that you call home. 
mamas and daddies work that shit out because I'm sick of that. I'm sick of us having to see on our timelines how (laughs) Keisha can't make ends meet because Brody left. But if Brody was there, they could both make ends meet and live and live a beautiful life because they're both contributing and pouring into each other. And then they once they get done contributing and pouring into each other they contribute and pour into their children or their child and their child grows up to be successful because their parents poor gave them the love and the guidance that was needed in the first place family is the foundation of civilization period we need to start standing on that I'm I'm making a vow to myself one I don't want no more baby daddies two is enough (laughs) but two when I get married or when you know what I'm saying me and my significant other decide that this is it Baby, this is it. Our kids won't have to worry because we building a family legacy and a family empire so that when they get old enough to make their own decisions, if they don't want to go to college, they don't have to go, but they got to do something. You got to you got to start a business, get a trade or something. When you fall on your back, we'll be there to catch you. When you need help, We'll provide that for you. Your car broke down. Okay, we can fix it. Or we can get you a new one or whatever the case may be. Like, I just want us to bring family back as a norm in in society. Because the shit that we think is normal is not, fam. And like I said, y'all might be mad at me because I'm saying that. Because that wasn't your life. And because people live different lives and they... They grow up and they have to deal with the, you know, they have to deal with the hand they were dealt. But there was a time when none of this shit was an issue because we was on top of the world. If you travel anywhere, especially in in, in villages or, you know, in tight-knit communities, their, their most solid principle is family. That's it. Before I go, I do have a beautiful moment of the week. And that is Gabrielle Union and Dwayne Wade had their very first post-baby interview with Oprah. It's an hour long. If you haven't seen it, you should probably either Google it or YouTube it because... It's literally the most beautiful thing I've seen all week. <laughs> they discuss their journey pre-baby um, and how hard it is for, you know, Gabrielle to keep a baby. They discuss, you know, the finding a surrogate. They, you know, they just discuss that everybody's journey is not the same 
but that it's okay their main thing is that you know what i'm saying y'all are anybody who's gone through what they've gone through with infertility or you know or the loss of of a child you aren't alone so i just thought it was beautiful that they could come out and share their testimony and continue to encourage people oh they also addressed um raising you know more privileged black kids and and <laughs> discussed how even being privileged they really aren't privileged because they still have to deal with you know being black little boys and girl now in america and so I just thought it was beautiful how honest and open that they were and are about their struggles. Because a lot of people, especially people famous like that, you'll never see Jay-Z and Beyonce struggles. Fight me, uh, Beehive. I don't give a damn what y'all say. They ain't never. I mean, they talk about it in their songs, yes. But being as open and honest as Gabrielle and Dwayne. Nah, I don't think so. <laughs> but uh but yeah. So that's my beautiful moment of the week. If you haven't seen that interview, definitely go check it out. It was beautiful. Their baby girl is beautiful. Congratulations, Gabrielle and Dwayne Wade. Fuck these haters. <laughs> and yeah. La, 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 la. My I don't give a fuck moment of the week is again about you niggas. And I don't mean men. I mean you niggas. So this would be the second time in about two weeks that I have seen um, a male, full grown ass man threaten a female off some Facebook bullshit, right? You niggas really be bothered about internet shit enough to threaten bodily harm and even death? My nigga, grow the fuck up. How old are you? Who fucking raised you? You niggas will never step to a, a man the way that y'all step to us women because you think that we're weak. Like, just because you, just because your weak ass daddy was beating on your mama and she wasn't strong enough to leave, or just because somebody, you, somebody beat your ass in school and you could never win the fucking fight, or just because, you know what I'm saying, <laughs> somebody, molested you raped you whatever the case may be does not mean you get to dominate on women just because you fucking weak you're weak my nigga we don't give a fuck about how you feel about some facebook shit because in real life you want busted grape and the thing is there's a lot of men out here who got a lot of anger and they waiting to beat a nigga ass like you who who thinks it's okay and thinks it's funny to threaten bodily harm or even death for for a female like stop that shit it's weak you look weak 
You are weak. You are a fucking coward. So my we don't go give a fuck moment goes to these bitch ass niggas with mommy and daddy issues who think that it's okay to to threaten women just because you feel like we're weaker than you. Get it the fuck together. Deal with your little issues. And if not, step to a nigga. Because you've been getting your ass beat long enough or you seen your mama getting your ass, getting her ass beat and you thought that shit was normal. It ain't normal, fam. And you are weak sauce. If you If you feel so threatened or so um upset i don't even know what to call that bullshit you feel so whatever offended by some shit on the internet that you have the nerve to fucking threaten a female you need to reevaluate your fucking life or get beat the fuck up either one that's my we don't give a fuck moment of the week. Catch me at be the outcast on Instagram. TB underscore WDGAF on Twitter. If you would like to email me, it's TB WDGAF at gmail.com for any inquiries. Remember December 22nd. We are having the From My Ox to Yours Ugly Sweater Party at uh, Darwin's Pub in the Heights. December 22nd. It is a toy and food drive, so please, 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 we are requiring at least an unwrapped toy, an unwrapped, unopened toy to donate or 10 canned goods to get in. If not, you will be paying a hefty price that you will walk away and be like, nah, I ain't, I ain't paying that. We're going to send you to the store and tell you to get, get them canned goods for us. That is December 22nd from my ox to yours, ugly sweater party, 9 p.m. Darwin's Pub in the Heights. It is required that you give at least an unwrapped, unopened toy or 10 canned goods to get in that's all we asking fam you can get a can of green beans or beets or whatever for like 16 59 cent at kroger so there's no excuse for you to not do that come turn up with us before the holidays and let's get lit thank y'all for tuning in like i said let, like i always say give me that stream Share, tell your granny, your uncle, your friend, your homie, your girlfriend, your boyfriend, and anybody else you're surrounded by to tune in to That's Beautiful. We don't give a fuck. I drop an episode every Friday morning, and we lit. Thank y'all. See you next week. One more thing for all of my people in Houston. If you support me come support my business sweet bee scrubs and um grab your loved one some skin love in a jar <laughs> grab them a last minute christmas gift at the heights morning market um sat um sunday december 16th and sunday december 
3rd, I believe, at the Heights Morning Market at 3106 White Oak Drive, Houston, Texas. Come glow with us and come support your girl. Peace. Yay!